episode 586, March 15th, 2022. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to the Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to the Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you punk? The Robin Joe Show. I've got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hard day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. It's uh, the wrong, I almost said lock it up because we just recorded that. Yeah. There's so many podcasts, Joe. You know, I'll say this, is that I was bummed today. It's going to be weather talk for the first couple of minutes, but it's beautiful out. And, yeah. you know, we have the fire pit outside. And, you know, if you normally I start recording, you know, we have our, our pre-show meeting at 7. And I miss the opportunity. But now that we're recording it early, we'll be done by 6 o'clock. And oh, we'll yeah. go right out there. But, uh this is a little confession. Maybe, I don't think Katie listens to this show. That's good, because we say a lot of shit about her. Not really, but but this one is going to bother her. So, I built a fire um, today. We're doing the show without Robbie, by the way, and without the chat, in case uh, it sounds different. Yeah, it will. We won't be saying what Ariel has to say, or if Mac Bergson is shitting on me. You won't get, <laughs> you won't get any of that. But... So what I do is we have a thousand boxes, as you know, if you listen to some mm-hmm. previous episodes, I was throwing them in the neighbor's dumpster. I've decided not to do that anymore because, you know, I got to win this guy over when he gets here. Yeah. So what I've been doing is burning these cardboard boxes in the fire pit. And, uh, of course, today I was just, I, I, it was a rager. Is that the right word? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy how much, you know, the, the, the flames were going way in the air. And I realized underneath of the fire pit, I mean, I just charred, <laughs> right? Our beautiful lawn is just, it's black. There isn't a blade of grass under it. I don't know if Katie's going to, she's going to have to notice it. If we go out and build a fire today, she's going to see it. So is your strategy that she just doesn't see it? And by the time when she does see it, it's just like, it's that just what accumulates over time? Yeah, I don't know what my strategy is. I guess put it off until she sees it and then say, well, no, I didn't do that. You did. You know, When knows? would she see it? W- will she be home today during the light? Yeah, she's going to be home probably in the next few minutes. As a matter of fact, Oscar's in the studio because I can't leave him out because he might, you know, right. whatever. He's not really, he probably wouldn't do anything. I just feel bad. But when she comes home, he's going to bark. Well, why do we have to be at the fire pit? We're not starting a fire. It's pretty warm. No, when you go outside, it's in yeah. the 60s. It's going to be a, a fire's perfect. It's okay. Like, it's literally perfect fire weather. Really? It's it, not perfect. No. What is? I would think I would think 45 to, to no, 55. No, no, it's too cold. Uh, it's, you know, you don't necessarily. Well, you're in the sun, though, now. I hear what you're saying. Well, we'll hey, you know what? Right. We'll report back the next week, you know. Right. But the problem is, is it's filled with a bunch of. I burned, what, 50 boxes in there today? <laughs> you just have issues with boxes. So I don't know that I can dump. Normally, I dump the ashes out in the woods, but there might be some smoldering. You know what I mean? I can't do that right oh, now, right? Now and we got so, real problems. And so I can't build a fire on there. I, you know, I think she is going to see what's going on. I think she's, I think I'm going to get caught today. Uh, okay. So are you just going to f- open with it? Or are you just going to? No, no. I'm going to be like, I didn't do that. I You're going to deny. Once I'm in somebody, I'm down. She'll hear, she, I can't. Because I'll risk her hearing this. Are you going to act like you didn't realize it? Like uh, she's the first person. You'll n- cop to it, but you'll say you didn't realize it. I'm going to have to play it by ear. You'll be there. So, you know, yeah. you can see oh, now I, I have to be a part of this. No, lie. but you'll know if I handled it the best way. Right. You know, you'll know if I'm like, ah, oh, you could have done better. So these are the options. Yeah. You do absolutely nothing. 
and with with the hope that that she just doesn't notice and eventually she notices and by then it's just oh I didn't know wow how'd that happen right okay and there's you do nothing and then she notices immediately today and then you either a full cop to it or you b say it's my fault but you didn't realize that it happened yeah or c act surprised like she does yeah i don't know but or or the other option is you immediately lead with honey i screwed up well i can't i can't deny that it's me because i sent this video out today because this is the board when we had people over for the super bowl yeah and i the board where we i put all the bets on here I showed it because I ended up losing money. Yeah. And then th- you can take a look at this, and I'll describe it. Here's the has all the bets on it. And the, then you, you burnt your losing. And then I put it on here. Now, as you can see, uh, I don't know if can you see it's under bigger it? than the. It's bigger and bigger then than the fire pit. The fire takes hold of it. You're going to see it in a minute. Oh wow, this is a this is quite the. Uh, well, tell me what you think when you see. Does this look like a fire that might it's cause out of control? Some damage looks to violent to the the grass underneath. Yes. Look at it now. So it gets super bad, right? No, that's not a that's yeah. not a comfortable fire pit. That's that's not one you want to be near. That looks too hot, <laughs> right? Dangerous. Yeah, and I did notice the ground on fire a couple times. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't really. I don't think I can get out from under it. I'm gonna be like, hey, I. I definitely, well, how do you rectify it? I don't. Can you gotta you, get new sod. Can it be rectified? I don't know. Can it? Well, you just. I mean, take you can out put the, grass seed on it. I yeah, guess. Yeah, you plant new grass. Are you gonna do that? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, probably have Frank come over and resolve it. Frank, the great Frank, Frank Push. <laughs> Frank's your fire guy? No, but he's the lawn guy. Oh, he's the lawn yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's going to know what to do there. But, I mean, we'll report back how much trouble I got. And I burned the grass. I don't mm-hmm. know. Could it be avoided? It's, it's fire pit sits out there. What, what he's, Is what there he's, something you're supposed to put underneath the fire pit? Never thought about that. But she didn't do that either. Okay. This is the decision we've made. So it's you're saying this is part of it is her fault. It's all her fault. <laughs> <laughs> First potential title of the show, it's all her fault. Well, she's definitely listening if that's the title. Well, I'm not going to put Katie in the name. Mm-hmm. But all right. Why I've already forgotten. Why why isn't Robbie here again? I think he's in Charleston. Is that where he is? Oh, that's a good reason. I know that he's if by the way, if you Again, we, we this is a nice commercial for the uh, the um, Patreon episode yeah. or the bonus, I guess. Yeah, content. Ryan Dassing, thank you for the shout out. I really enjoyed the episode. Yeah, and it was it was good. There's there two stories are hilarious. Me me the one about me and Bal I don't think is hilarious, but mm-hmm. it is uh, something you can't get anywhere else. That's true. But the story about Robbie, I it bothers me. Everybody else probably thinks it's hilarious. For me, <laughs> it's just things I don't want to hear. About him at the uh, condo? Right, yeah. exactly. And, and the special sheets and all that crap. I just, you know, I could do <laughs> I could do without that. I but can't. Anyway, was that the, I thought that was the main show. No, no, sir. No. I thought it was the broken dick no, was the bonus. That is bonus, yes. But, but I also, thought there was two different conversations. No, that conversation also took place on the bonus show. Okay. Mm-hmm. The it special all, sheets. It all runs together. Mm. The special sheets. <laughs> oh, can you imagine packing sheets mm. because you have a particular type of lovemaking? I cannot imagine. God, no. it's so <laughs> horrendous to hear. But, uh, yeah, if you have five bucks, most yeah. people do. Most if you were listening to Lock It Up and betting with us, you, you would have profited five bucks at least, especially yeah. last week. Oh my God! Last week we 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 nailed two out of the three. Um, two we predicted three major tournaments. What did we pick? Big Ten, Big Twelve, and uh, SEC, right? Yeah. And we hit two of them. Yeah, for plus three fifty. Yeah, not the favorite in either one. No, and uh, and and God, if we would have gotten Texas Tech, man, it would have been a clean. Yeah, you sweep. could avoid a new lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't worry. Yeah. I can afford a new lawn. I hear you about the weather. We I was in Greenville, South Carolina, which you know, two weeks ago when you know. Keckner and I were in Albany, and it was snowstorm and obviously cold, like you would have thought. You know, I think we talked about, well, in two weeks we'll be in South Carolina. And I'm not expecting it to be hot, but, you know, it should at least be Yeah, you can just wear a light jacket. Right. Well, he, he forgot his jacket, and his buddy Craig was visiting uh, for his birthday. He forgot his, too. He lives in Texas. And it was like, you know... 30 degrees yeah no 30 degrees is not good bad wind the low 30s is actually freezing so yeah not good if i see a three as the first number it's never good but then the last day that the day i was leaving and i i my flight didn't leave to 450 so 
but it was beautiful. And I was like, man, I wish this was like all weekend. Yeah, you I mean, I walked around and stuff, but I got to take advantage a little bit. You know, this is, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a cool place. It's uh, just you down there on the main, Mount main Street there. They're having the first round of the tournament there this week. Yeah, I know. But it's a lot of bars. You know what they have a ton of? Almost, I, in a three block radius, at least four ice cream shops. Oh, nice. Which is great. You know, there's three ice cream shops. There might even be more on West Street in Annapolis. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I'm a big fan. I wish I wasn't. I joined a new gym, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had What to. happened to Larry? You and Larry? No, well, Larry, this is actually more convenient. Larry and I were, when I was, uh, um, we had, we were going to Planet Fitness in Severna Park. Mm-hmm. And it was happening pretty consistently, but you know we moved up here. It's a haul to get there, so and you know Planet Fitness they get they they know what they're doing yeah. because it's ten dollars a month. That's what it costs. Okay, which is nothing. Which every time I see it, I it's it's an amount that doesn't annoy me. Right. I'm not using I'm not using the gym right, but it it is an amount that doesn't annoy me. So. But in order to um, to cancel your membership, you have to go to the location that's what's called your primary location. So that's probably what's happening. Because if you go into a Planet Fitness, it's oh, never packed. Yeah, that's, but the, if that's they, the rub. They've chosen the amount, $10 a month. Now, you can get different levels, but my level is the lowest level possible, right? $10 a month, and you're like, well, I won't cancel it. So I was going to work out yesterday and i said to katie i go i'm gonna work out in saverna park and i'm gonna work out and then i'm gonna cancel my membership so that's what i ended up doing and now i belong to a new uh uh gym in near me it's like one mile away so all i gotta do is get larry to to sign up by the way this gym we have a couple's uh uh membership and it's 170 dollars it's literally 150 dollars more than planet fitness but you know whatever. It's a big difference, yeah, Joe. Yeah, it is. That are you? What what do you what do you do at the gym? What's your go to? Cardio. What? Why don't you just get something here? I don't understand. So that's What's weird. God, you know you're right about that because and it would be so much easier. But you know I had a I had an elliptical. It was yeah. at my dad's house. Yeah. I don't. Tell me what this says about me. I'm like I'm not fucking moving that thing. I'd rather join a gym. Well, you can buy a new one. You're right, but then I got to get it in here. Well, That's the you thing. You can have them delivered and install it. You can pay for that. That would be the right thing to if do. If you're paying this much for a gym, what would you get? An elliptical? Would you you could go full Peloton and really go for it? Yeah, I could. I think if Pelotons are cheaper. People have gotten out of that. That's not the rage it used to be. Really? Yeah, their sales are way down, I'd heard. But either way, you're right. It was an irresponsible thing to do, but I can always just quit. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I... I wish I just moved my existing elliptical here and paid somebody two hundred dollars to move it. That would have been the right thing to do. That would have been, but uh, no, not smart enough. I've realized that it, it's gotten a lot harder to to keep running when I've been busier. Well, you know what? I don't like to run. I even talked about that because we did a, a segment. Uh, you know, I was on Ninety Eight Rock yesterday. Right. What are you too old to do now? And um, along with, have you ever been in a limo? That was the other break we did. <laughs> not. Not really riveting radio, no. but what are you too old to do? That matters because you can do that, you know, when you're 14, you're too old to, to you know, watch cartoons anymore. Sure. You know what I mean? There, there are, you, whatever break. it is, it's a break that works. And one thing for me is like, I can't run on a treadmill anymore. Is it because your knees? The impact, yeah. Impact, so mm-hmm. now what I do is I, I use an elliptical. It's the same cardio, but yep. I don't, you know, my, my feet aren't hitting anything. So I feel like if you're just doing cardio at the gym, just buy a new elliptical. Yeah. All right. Well, don't put anything in my head. Let me see if I can't get to this gym on a regular basis and we'll All go right. from there. But then you know what fucked me up? And people always say that because uh, uh, what's Paul F. Tompkins? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. They, he does a joke about people acting like daylight savings time is fucking their world. It's one hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I, like it's really not that big of a deal, but it is. Mm-hmm. Because when you say, all right, I start working around, you know, 745 that's when i try to start working mm-hmm. well it feels now like 645 so in order to be at the gym you need to be there 
at 5.45. And in order to be there at 5.45, you have to wake up at 5. It's a huge difference. The hour does make a difference. When it goes the other way, you're in, you're golden. But when you feel like instead of waking up at 6.30, you're waking up at 5. Because my body will wake me up at 6.30. But how long do you feel like that? Doesn't it just adjust? It's got to, but it's not there yet. It just happened three <laughs> so, days ago, right? right? So or two days ago, right? So so that's why we're not there yet. But I, you know, my plan is to get up, go do my cardio, come back, start working. That's the plan. It's only like I said, it's like it might be two miles down the road, maybe three. I um, I ate at the Maple, I believe it's called Maple Street Biscuit Company. Okay, is that a chain or is that? I believe a, there's a few of them, but I think it's a southern thing. But I've never seen this at any place. You know how you order and they call your number? Yeah. Or if you're at Starbucks, they call your name. Sure. Have you ever seen any other way of calling, of identifying that it's your order? Yeah, I've seen them give out like playing cards and you're like the ace of spades and mm-hmm. things like that. But uh, And I've seen them, you have to give your number and they... And they text you if it's a super long wait or whatever but you know other than that no well this is what they did here and when i first heard it i was like this is now i have to think of an answer but then because i i came monday when it wasn't busy we tried to go there saturday was packed and we left but i imagine that when it was packed this would add an element of interest to being uh, almost not people watching but people listening they a- they ask you this question: If you could have a cup of coffee with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. And then you give your answer. When your order's up, they say your answer. So let me think about you. Um, would you say? Uh, trying to think of what you love. You love Georgetown Hoyas, or you did? Maybe Patrick <laughs> Ewing. Uh, you love the Ohio State Buckeyes, but I can't think of a Buckeye that, you know, Ma- Maurice Claret, probably not. <laughs> what? Um, I'm just thinking of uh, Ezekiel that's Elliott. That's the Buckeye you Yeah, that's to? right. Yes. What do you mean uh, you won a national title with him, Okay, right? he did. Um, so did uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, that's true. One one had a distinctly better career. And one's a cowboy, though. Was it a sports figure? No, I'm not saying that my answer was oh for was me correct. Yeah, but for it, me it's going to be Eddie Murray or Lamar Jackson or is who I'm going to pick. Really, you're only, you're only going to pick sports people? So yeah, I guess I could pick my mom. Well, that's what I said, my dad. Oh, your dad. Well, okay. t- when he said dead or alive, they just got dead in my head, and then so that right. was my go-to. But I also I didn't like I don't want to give an answer and then someone judge me like, oh, you like Prince, loser, you know? <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you right. Yeah, Prince is also dead. No, that would have been a good answer. Yeah. But he said that's a popular answer. So Your dad? Yes. Oh, they're both probably op- right. popular, yeah. So this is, now this is why I wished that I was there. First of all, the name I should have said was Chris Restivo. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the best. But then I got to thinking if we were all there together, it would have it would have been. <laughs> yeah, but ju- it wouldn't have done very well with in front of David Koechner. Well, I, that was by myself. Oh, well, yeah, I got Yeah, because it's Monday. They already left early. Oh, so, that sucks. So you went with him, and you would have gotten his answer. Yes. But now you don't know it, and we only have yours, which is That's your true. dad. Boring. Right? But this is who I heard in the, in the two people that were came after me. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I'll, I'll let you... Okay, one is dead, but is a famous uh, uh, genius. No, Albert Einstein. Yes. Okay. Uh, who else? Were you? Yeah. Stephen Hawking, Steve Jobs. And the other is living, and I think is a very good answer. And I think, I'm not saying this would be your pick, but you would. Uh, I'd like it. Yes. I, I'd like to have a cup of coffee with this female or male. It's a male. Okay. It's uh, someone who um, is a. Uh, Oh, Elon Musk. Yes. Oh, look at that. Yes. I would love to have a cup of coffee with Elon Musk. It's a good answer. You go, God, you are so beneath me. Somebody, there was a screenshot. You know how they named their kids some freaking weird name? Yeah. Then they said they're announced. It was a screenshot of a website saying a link to the article, the the name of their next kid. Right. In the URL. Somebody's like, is that the kid's name? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah, I just heard. He has his wife has some weird name, too. Right. Maybe it's not his wife. Is it his girlfriend? I don't know. She's like some pop star in some other country. Maybe this will come up when you have coffee. Yeah. Hold on. Elon Musk. It's like, uh, hold on. Partner. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's parents' partner. <laughs> and her name is, what the heck? Grimes. That's right. I did, Grimes I did, I did know that. Name. I did know that. Grimes. Good. Not a good name. Now, this is it's kind no, of it's funny. No, it's no Gertha. 
He's been married twice. He was married to Tallulah Riley from 2010 to 2012. And then I guess they were then married again 2013 to 2016. Huh, Tallulah. He had two runs with her, and I guess it didn't work out. Elon Musk and Grimes' relationship from how they met to their breakup. This is September 24th of 2021. They just had a kid. This guy loves to break up and get back together with people. Do you go, if it happens with a couple and you went to the first wedding and they have a second wedding, do you go? Who's, who is it? Right. I mean, that matters, right? Mm. Is it you? Yeah, I'll go. Well, you didn't go to my first wedding. Right, but you haven't yeah. had a first right. wedding. Yeah, that matters. But yeah, no, I'm just saying it depends on my relationship with this person. What right? if it's like you didn't care for the the, the couple? I'm not, I'm not that like, kind of guy. No, no, you didn't like him with her or her with him. So you don't... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't... It, it doesn't matter. If you're my friend, if, you have, if you're marrying somebody shitty, I'm coming to support you. You're the one making the bad decision. I'll be there to pick up the pieces. So it looks like he is married to Grimes. Am I right about this? Oh, yeah. no, no, I apologize. No. It's just his partner. Okay, but at some point, you're not going to the wedding. You know, I'm looking at Tallulah Riley, man. She sounds hot. Oh, she's look at her, man. She's a smoke show. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd marry her twice. And I think she's actually, in my opinion, she's better looking than Grimes. Well, maybe he'll marry only marry Grimes once then. Uh, here's Grimes. Not not a great picture, but look, she looks crazy, right? Well, she looks like a Grimes. All right, here are the kids. He, his children are going to be on here. Oh, it mm. just says two. It doesn't say right. their names, as you Can't know. They're spell them. They're horrible. I don't believe that you're going to the third wedding. At some point, you have to say, "Who some, is it?" Who? No, at some point, you're like, "Who? Who the? F you've been married twice. You had a ceremony. You're going to do it again. You're going to ask your f people to show up. That's on you. That's that's arrogant." No, but I'm not doing that. To listen, if you said, "Look, I'm getting married again," I'd be like, "Okay, I'll c I'll come to every wedding you have as long." But as But the keep fact that they would keep having a wedding, you can get married without the wedding. I got it. But here's the it deal. It says something about the people. I, I understand. It says something about them. But, but it's a charade at this point. We're so great. It's a charade. No, you're right about that. I know. death to us. I mean, look, clearly you guys can't work through shit. Okay. So tomorrow, Katie and I split up, mm -hmm. and then we get back together. You coming to the wedding? Is it a destination wedding? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you're it the best be, man again. It has to be less. What if you're the best man again? I mean, you're going to pull a Tommy Zimbazo and say, I'm not going to do it. I have to do the whole bachelor party, the whole thing. You, you have to show up four hours before again <laughs> to get dressed <laughs> for the story. Yes. But the third time, I mean, I'll I'll get you. And I hear what you're saying. But how many people it's got to be a small, small, tiny fraction of a percentage marry the same person and then have another giant wedding? It just doesn't and make people travel, you know, right. I it just. I mean, we wouldn't do it. That's why it's hard for me to wrap my head around. What if the first wedding was small and they said they wanted to do it right this time? So the second one was big. That uh, seems easier. Yeah. And you'd go to that. Right. Yeah, for sure. OK, but we agree that the third. It's like enough. The third is in the, the Maldives. It's like, Come on. Who, who do you <laughs> think you are? <laughs> Yeah, stop doing this. Yeah. You keep getting them housewarming gifts. <laughs> right. Because every How house is split in two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I don't really. Do you know anybody who's been married to the same person twice? Uh, I don't believe I do. No. I, I, I know somebody like peripherally, mm. but I don't know. In, there's nobody in my in my own world. Right. Nobody in my. Right. In my world. And this includes. My work world, my my friends world, my relatives world. I don't know anybody who's married the same person. I know it happens. I hear about it. Are you coming happened. up on this, this these weddings where you're supposed to officiate? A month from next week is the first one that I'm officiating. And, and I actually got a call today about it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. What color suit is Joe wearing? Um, and you know what I said? Oh, oh you decide? Yeah. Oh, you were going to, you're gray? I said, I'll wear what you want me to wear. Yeah. They said navy. I was going to guess navy. Oh, I said done. What if they wanted you to wear, a, what would be the most ridiculous suit? Not one of those Tommy Simbazo Christmas suits, but would you wear a white suit? Sure, if they wanted me to. Okay. If they told me to wear a white suit, I'd wear it. I'm telling you, <laughs> I would wear whatever. The only thing that would suck is having to buy a white suit. Because, yes. you know, it's a one, it's a, you're, you're basically spending a couple hundred bucks, or, you know, because I wouldn't get a nice white suit. I'd get, you know, a cheap one. But, sure. But I'd get it and I could only wear it once. When okay. else would I wear it? 
I've decided to become an ice cream man. I'm not going to be able to. It's Is never going to be used again. <laughs> indoor or outdoor wedding? I don't know. That's a good question. And yeah. it's in. Um, that would affect my suit purchase. It's in April, the end of April. It's usually pretty warm, but, you know, you could. Nah, it should be comfortable either way. Then. But it could be dicey. Well, yeah. I'm worried. I'd be worried about heat. Yeah. I have sweat at weddings before. I didn't yeah. like that. Like, like. Yours? <laughs> yeah. Well, was mine, 95 degrees? Yes. Yeah, I forgot about well, that. Well, what were the odds it would be in the middle of the sun in Mexico? It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as it sounded. Yes, we were like one inch from the equator. And yeah. It was hot. That was weird. We survived. We'd, we'd, it just caused us to drink more. But anyway, I'm wearing a Navy um, suit, and that reminds me of something. So we're talking about naming your kids Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I saw that. By the way, the thing, reason I don't, I don't care if you have some crazy algorithm is your kid's name. But there's a character in there I can't identify. So I don't know. What do you, what do you, you want to be able to call it something. Of course. You can't call it nothing. No, you need, it needs to and be. And I can't even call it like, you know, B squared times C squared equals C squared. I can't even do that because I don't even, but no, I would you do it. You couldn't even do that because you don't, I don't know, know how to say that There's one, that it's shape. an A and an E that are together. And right. I don't know what that is. So I couldn't even tell you the name of this kid. But we talked on here about potential names for dogs. As a matter of fact, Robbie kindly took a picture of, um, I guess it's, you know, they have those gift shops where they have like license plates with all the names on right. these dog bones. And he took a picture of all the O names. Did you see that? No, because we, we sort of brainstormed uh, with Katie after the episode last week. Well, the reason that I'm thinking about it is because Navy was a name that was being considered. And I like that. Yeah, Navy's a good name. So let me think, I think this went to There's Rob. tie in to the, uh, the Naval Academy here in Annapolis, too. So here we go. Here are the names that are on here. Olive is the very top name. And we've mentioned Olive as, as one of the contenders. Oliver, Ollie, Oreo. But this is a girl, supposedly, right? That's what we're shooting for. Yeah, but there's a shot that it's a boy. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Oscar is the next name. Mm-hmm. Otis and Otto. O-T-T-O. Otto, is that how you say that? Well, those are, I mean, that's, those are boys' names. There's really only one girl name on here. Olive. All the other ones are boys. I like Olive and Oscar. I guess Oreo could be. Yeah. But who would name a gold dog Oreo? Nobody. Wouldn't make any sense. Anyway, but uh, yeah, Navy's really not in in consideration. It's it's is, likely it's likely going to be Olive. That's going to be Olive. Yeah, probably. Right. I I accept that. Rob and Joe show. Be right back. Hi, this is radio personality and morning show host Justin Schlegel back to tell you about the newest interactive, hilarious whodunit from Die Laughing Productions, Hit Me 90s One More Time. In this show, I really get to stretch my acting chops. I play a radio personality. (laughs) This time, we're taking you back to the 1990s. You're at a radio station promotional event where listeners battle it out for the hottest concert tickets of the year, Ace of Bass. Everything goes smoothly and no one dies. Not, actually, some unlucky person will not just be losing their religion, but meeting their fate. And top market DJ Slater in the morning, that's me, must solve the murder. Hit Me 90s One More Time also stars Two Princes, Mr. Jones, and all your favorite Die Laughing Productions comedians, and most importantly, you, the audience. Come celebrate the 90s with us for all we really want to do is have some fun, jump around, and help you get through this semi-charm kind of life. Don't miss Hit Me 90s One More Time. Eat, drink, laugh, solve a murder. Next performance, April 20th at the D.C. Improv. For upcoming show dates and more info, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. So to really make Gramps jealous this week, you know, it's one thing to do a comedy show with Walker Hayes. It's another thing to go out drinking for several hours with Walker Hayes. And the worst of all... Her boyfriend was there. Oh, God. I hope Gramps doesn't even hear this. Yeah, so she's hanging out with me and her boyfriend. So that's two guys in your way, Gramps. Now, tell, now, now tell me about this boyfriend, right? Is he a guy? Is he cool? Is he, He's is, very cool. Is he handsome? Yeah. Oh, you want to see a picture of yeah, him? Yeah, let's see. Him. Yeah. I, I can't imagine he's ugly. He's a good-looking guy. I mean, he doesn't. He's not as handsome as Gramps, but, you know. Now, who, what who does he do? Be? Is he rich? He, um, he has a real job. Because we, we talked about that, because 
Okay, he, now I'm gonna blow him up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's a good no, looking no, guy. No, this guy's good looking. Yeah. He's got his cool knit cap on. There's yeah. Walker. Looks like she got her lips done. Looks yeah. good, right? Yeah, so it's cool. Now, where'd she meet this guy at a bar? Uh, they met. Uh, I think they met in New York, and then they uh, end up going to Atlanta. She, they, they have a. They, they get along real well. He's, he, um. We had an interesting conversation because he has a very like you know nine to five normal job and. Do you know what he does? Yeah, he told me, but I but was just too boring. Yes, no, no. It it was uh, it was something, but it's just he misses the excitement and the creativity of our jobs. And it that, was something that it's <laughs> yes, it was something. It was something that he's probably made more money than me every mm-hmm. year of his life, but he's been much more bored. Right, that and guy. It doesn't give you any satisfaction. There's a trade off, right? Yeah. And I've literally said that to him. I said I've had people that say to me like, "Man, I'm jealous of your life," and I'm like, "Yeah, I." Okay, but you realize that you can like buy things. You know, this is when I was really broke, and uh, but I get the people like in the nine to five, and just they realize that this is it. It doesn't really, it doesn't get any better. It's just what they do. And and now, how long have these guys dated? Uh, again, more information that I that I forgot, but uh, it sounded like a couple years. You think uh, they're going to get married? You know, they might. They seemed to they they were. It was very cool. I mean, I um. I got them tickets to the show, and then they bought me drinks. So it was a fair trade-off. We went to some, we went to these uh, some bar where a guy had uh, had one of those. You ever seen Ed Sheeran where he'll do like a one-man performance where he just he like lays the vocals and then lays oh like yeah a no, drum right, track. Yeah, yeah. He is doing that kind of vibe, and he was good at it. It was kind of cool. Was he as good as Ed Sheeran? He was not. No one is Joe. But but he was good. It was but, worth. Yeah, and they were staying in the same hotel we were. So and uh, they came to the show, and I had especially good set that that show which is always good well you know speaking of you know you saying hey yes i did have i have had a cool life i've traveled mm-hmm. i've i've been performing that's really has been your career as yes. long as i've known you and of course there has been some struggles right because oh, yeah. you know i mean it, it always hasn't well the pandemic didn't help and mm-hmm. and you know there's a time to get your feet under you and gigs come and gigs go but you know you have this relationship with david keckner and it's not just a good relationship in terms of it, it giving you consistent and constant work, mm-hmm. but also this trivia thing that we had talked about, yeah. right? Yep. We have the Lock It Up podcast. We have the murder mystery. And, of course, I'm excited. And I, I think I place more importance on that than you do, but I get excited when things go this well for you, and I think it's the best your life's ever gone. No, it really is. Are uh, you at the height of your success right now? No, I am. I mean, I have the most things going. The you're most on things. your work for the other. You you're part of the Ravens broadcast. Yes. We have the murder mystery. You're doing uh, you do, you're doing half of the dates of the year at least traveling doing stand up. Yeah. Uh, you this show more than half actually. Right. Yeah. And the, the, I got the military st- thing is starting to. We came off one of those. Geez, I can get going again. Don't get too big for me, man. No, it's it's a good time right now. There's a lot of things going, and it's. And yeah, you know, the the lock it up podcast is huge. It's uh, and yeah, no things are good, and things were good in in Greenville, and yeah, I want to talk about that. The first thing I want to talk about is this is the very first time, and I think we talked. I don't remember if we did this on or off the air, but what happened was you sent an email out saying you'd like to do this trivia, and 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 we'll reset it a little bit. You are doing office trivia essentially. Yes. With somebody who was a, a cast member on The Office and David Koechner, who played Todd Packer. Yes. But it can't take, excuse me, away from the the stand-up, so it has to be done. It's like an afternoon show. Exactly. And this very first one, you said, hey, do you want to do this? The owner said, yes, I do. And then you had a week to prepare. I don't know. Is that how much time you had? Yeah, I mean, it, it was, we'd started it, and it was, you know, uh, 75% done, and when he sent it out, when his agents finally said, yeah, we're on board to pitch it to everybody, we just never thought that Greenville would say yes because it was in eight days. And then they emailed back, yeah, it's on the schedule. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it was cool because, you know, it, it wasn't a sellout, but you definitely had a big enough crowd where, and you know what, it was good for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. So I think when you have nearly around 100 people, there's something like that, right? Yeah, and considering that they didn't, you know, the, Eight it, it, missed, it missed their email blast. It missed, uh, they had a Facebook post. He had a people Facebook post. They went on the radio. make plans more than a week in advance. Right. That happens too. Yeah. And, and you still had a nice little crowd, and I'm sure it was a nice little payday. But really, the advantage that you had is that you know it's going to work because people, mm-hmm. it's still sold even though there was no time. Right. 
and but it gave you an opportunity to kind of learn from it because you know i mean just like our murder mystery we talked about that last week and tell me how it went well it it went you know i I wanted it to start off with it went great by the way but i wanted it to start off with that that song what a man by uh uh, in vogue and uh, salt and pepper Mm -hmm. and to go through the crowd you're so crazy i think i want to have your baby yes uh and I said to the guy doing sound, who was our MC, who I'll talk about him later, you know, I gave him a thumb drive and I said, you know, this is the order. And all these songs are just playing throughout the trivia. There's really no, there's no cue for, it's not like the murder mission. Sure, They're just, just playing. Play them and yeah, let it go. Go to the next one in a couple of minutes. It's not, it's casual. Except this one. Except this one. It's the very first one. And I said, I'm going to, you're going to introduce me. I'm going to walk out. Then I'm going to say, all right, I think we're missing something, somebody. You can start playing the song then because there's a little buildup as I'm doing that. And then he comes out. He never hits it. I said, maybe he's waiting till I say his name. He comes out. Keckner walks out. Is there any music? No playing? music. God, that's so that's <sighs> it's bad on a bunch of levels. Yeah. First of all, there has to be a song playing. It's a cold o- opening. It's like, come on, dude. Right. Yeah. Did you yell at the guy? Well, the show started now. So I'm like, I'm seeing back there. I'm like, what are you doing? And then he finally gets it on. And then even you know Dave's friend Craig was there with them. Was like, yeah, it was really. I thought that was going to really pop. That was going to be a great moment. And just you know, it was like a firecracker that we expected. It didn't go off. So, but what happened? Ended up happening was is Keckner decided to just sort of walk through the crowd and like do little crowd work throughout the trivia. Yeah, and if that's really people are really probably enjoy the idea of somebody that they're a little starstruck by because they paid money to come and meet yes. the guy. Now he's there having a real conversation with them. Absolutely, among enough people, it's almost like a wedding where there's you know twelve tables. How long does it take you to visit every table? You can do it, and and so that played really well. And then the questions, you know, I was worried were they too hard, too easy, and I feel like they were pretty close. I think there's some I'm going to make into a multiple choice, but we're pretty on the nose with the difficulty. Right. Um, with that playing, and people said to me, yeah, we thought exit was great, you know, we do, because you know, I was literally asked people, I was like, what do you think? Because, you know, they've been to these before without, uh, obviously, David Koechner. And then there were a couple moments in the show where I had him tell, like, how he got cast on the show, and he told the story. It's very interesting, and the crowd, you can tell that they're really in- into it. And, uh, and I... He had told the story about how he turned down, you know, to do a four episode arc with Packer to do this movie that ended up sucking that nobody saw. Yeah. And and there's some couple stories that he ended up telling me throughout the week that I think I'm going to make him had to add to this about specifically about the best audition he ever had was for that John Cusack into the world movie. Oh, yeah. OK. And he said standing ovation. And so that's never, <laughs> really? He said it never happens. Did never he get the ever. role. He calls his agent. He goes, book that baby. They go, oh, yeah, they, the offer is already out to Woody Harrelson. <laughs> so he thinks, in hindsight, they were just applauding that he'd done that well. That, that was the only thing they could give you was just <laughs> the. Yeah. Because they, they leverage people. So they, you know, they basically, the offer's out and they say, all right, we already got somebody else that crushed it if you don't take it. So. So he thinks that they're just being positive was just that's all we could give you <laughs> was just this, which is basically nothing because who cares? You want to get, get well, the there's game. a couple of things. The first thing is, is that that's a bummer. But the second thing is he lost it to Woody Harrelson. Right. And he said that he said, obviously, Woody Harrelson is great. It's huge. So, I mean, I think Woody Harrelson, because it's, it's weird. I, I posted um, uh, actors most likely get an Oscar that don't have one yet. Mm. And Woody Harrelson is my number one seat. That's good. Uh, he's awesome. That's Everything definitely. he ever does. He, yeah. m- he murders. Yeah. But uh, so so now this guy, the sound guy, how did you find him? The, the guy who did the sound? <laughs> well, it wasn't he wasn't as good as Robbie, I assume. Um, the sound was a, actually an issue all week with the wireless and the wired. And and it, it was that that was bothering me a little bit. And then uh, I'll get to his stand up a little bit. But for oh, the, this guy was a comic. He was the MC for the week. OK, the yes. guy who you asked to do the sound. Yeah. How did they find him? Did he work for the club? Yeah, he works. For, he, the club hired him to MC. Right. And so. You so he also. So you said to the club, hey, is there somebody who can do sound? And they said, we'll give you the MC. Yes. He'll do that as well. OK, exactly. Got it. It's sort of a last minute booking. They weren't really ready it's, for it. And us. you're like, it's very easy. Give me anybody. And they said, we'll give you this guy. Yes. And I normally. Because I've done that with the murder mystery where we go out of town. And I, I give a guy like 20, 30 bucks. I didn't do that this time. So 
Uh, he didn't earn it. Well, this is it's it's just the only the only thing he couldn't screw up is the thing he screwed up. Did the club pay him? Well, that I that I don't know. So you I, think this guy might have done this for free? He might have. Good. He might have, but that's fine. But there was, uh, and then during when I was grading them, basically, uh, Keckner did like a Q and A, which is sort of an impromptu thing. Because I I said to him, "Oh, we can just play music. You don't have to be up there." And it just sort of. He really, I think, just enjoyed just being in that element sure, yeah. and being around actual, you know, fans of him and, and his acting. And, you know, it's obviously it's not a drunk crowd like a stand-up show can usually be. It's more laid back. So he couldn't be more excited about it. So the only thing, I, I feel like that the guy who won might have cheated, which bothers me. Yeah. Because somebody said that. Now, the thing at the end. This is somebody said it. What do you mean? So another that he was looking at his phone. It's funny you say that because I remember we went, uh, I went on a cruise um, with um, you, and it was right before I was then no longer married, but I went on a cruise, and I remember there was a, a guy who got there late, and they ended up winning. <laughs> I'm like, how did they win? They didn't hear the first three questions. Well, the two people that, because I, I narrowed down to two finalists, they ended up being two, I don't know if they were couples. One was the guy, I think his mother. And the I don't know if the other guy that was his girlfriend who it was, but I preferred a larger group. But that portion of the sec of the show, which I know is going to kill, it did well, but it in an, in it also will never do that worse because it was just the people that ended up winning. The first guy and his mother, you know, I'm they're reading lines. You they've lamin there's a laminated sheet that you made, <laughs> right? And it has this two people, Michael and Jim. It has Michael mm -hmm. Dash Michael's lines. Jim dash Jim's lines. And if you're Michael, you're in bold. And if you're Jim, you're in bold. You, yes, I laminated yes. them, as a matter of fact. Yep. She, when reading her lines, is saying Jim. I'm like, no, no, you're Jim. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm like, do you stop them? Yes. Doing it? I go, you realize you're Jim. Like, you don't have to say yes, Jim. You don't. She goes, oh. <laughs> People laughed at that. But I was like, oh. Then the next guy ended up winning. He doesn't speak English, he's from Kazakhstan. Okay. The so home of Borat. He's having trouble reading it. At one point, uh, Kector said, can you read it in some other language? And he started doing, he said, this is Russian. He started reading it. <laughs> it was, so there's bizarre. a guy who doesn't have a firm grasp on the English language, and he won the yes, trivia so contest. Yes, that's what I'm like. Yeah, okay. now, of course, he cheated. God, yeah. I'm a little disappointed in you for not yeah. knowing better than Well, I let the crowd thing. decide, and then, you know, oh, I see. and then they ended up picking them. Because so. it, it ended up being funny because he was going in and out of the different languages. It's also better to have the crowd decide because then they're the ones responsible. Right. So what it, was it louder applause? Is that yes. how it worked? Okay, gotcha. But it was close. But all you get is a friggin' t-shirt. It's not like there's a real prize. Yeah. You know yeah. what you should do? Just be like, ah, give them both t-shirts. No, you're right. Well, they're his t-shirts to give away, but yeah. But it, it, it went, it, it really actually, for the first time out, and what we learned, and we're more confident now that it'll work. And every club is picking it up. It's only going to, and I'm going to tweak some questions and tweak some of the things that I did that made it harder in myself. That it's just this when you learn any time you do something mm. like this. Yeah, and it was a good place to learn, right? Then you'll have 200 in there the next time mm -hmm. and 250 in there the next time, and it'll just get better and better, and it'll remind you of the murder mystery, and you'll have two things going exactly like we have going with the murder mystery, and you're going you're gonna to take off. This is, this is funny because what were we just talking about? We talked about the murder mystery, sort of. And we talked about Walker Hayes. Okay. She just texted me, reminding you, Atlanta, City Winery, Real Housewives Murder Mystery. Because I pitched that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because I, not to, to the winery. Well, I pitched it to this city winery. But uh, not a pitch pitch, but just throwing it out there. If I'd said that to her, because I know she lives in Atlanta, as something, if we did that down there, would you do that? Oh, and she said, yeah, she definitely yes, would so do now it. she's reminding me about that. So it's just funny. Um, so let me, uh, I, I want to hear about this MC. So he's um, a high-energy guy, which is usually... First of all, we always... Not we, but it's in his contract, no MC. I do 30, he does an hour. And which is works just fine. But for some reason, they keep having an MC, which I don't know why. They're just spending more money than they have to. And when we did Greensboro six weeks ago, it was actually a good setup because he literally does three, four minutes. Welcome. Here are the rules. Tells a couple dumb jokes. Got high energy. Brings me up. Mm -hmm. And then the real advantage for me is 
I don't have to go up at the end and say goodnight. Yeah, that is good. Because I'm selling T-shirts, and I don't have to worry about the time. Now, in between, I introduce, I bring up Dave, and now we start doing like a back and forth. Like at one point, we did 10 minutes just back and forth. So we have a little, which is in turn to like a fun little moment in the show. Right. But ideally, that's perfect for me because I don't have to go up at the end. But if we're going to have an MC, I don't mind it for my, my set. It's easier, too. But then I have to, we have to, it's just unnecessary. Basically, you're taking five minutes away from me and giving it to somebody whose five minutes aren't as good by far. So this guy, he's just, it's just cheesy. It's Give me an example. He tells a joke. Excuse me. A very nice guy. He tells a Who joke. Who cares? But anyway, go ahead. Because <laughs> he does this thing where he's in the news, and now I used to be in the news, and now here's the news that I think matters. And uh, a So he does couple like a, in, uh, a broadcast. A couple in Texas, uh, a wife uh, burns her husband's shed down with a blowtorch. They're calling it a he shed, she shed situation. Oh, Christ. What happens? It just no, no, not a sound. Nothing. Nothing happens. And then he tells this joke about seeing West Side Story, the new one, which I guess is is directed by Spielberg. That's right. I watched it. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. Yeah, right? We did. Yeah, it's horrible. And he goes, "Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't have the same sharks because he's doing a Jaws, and then the sharks. I don't even get it." Isn't the West Side Story the sharks? Yes, the, the gang is the sharks. They didn't have the same sharks. And then he does the the shark sound effect. <laughs> and then he says the crowd. <laughs> then he goes, "What's the joke?" I don't know. And he goes, <laughs> "Oh, I guess there's not a lot of nerds here," which means I don't think you. Uh, that's a nerd reference. Everyone Jaws. Jaws isn't a nerd thing, but the the real reference is sharks from West Side Story, and that's, that's a theater a, person. Yeah, that's, that's not, not a nerd, nerd thing either. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. It, you could say gay. But that's a stretch because you're right. not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to get that together. No. So, but he does this thing. Now, where did anybody laugh no. at these? He does the first tagline, and they don't get it, or they don't laugh. But then he does the rest of them sometimes. I'm like, you, you're allowed to just bail. And then the first night, he does this fourth segue, and I said to him, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just move on. How does he get booked? I I, I don't know. And uh, but then he says that he wants to do this full time did you say well you're you have to be god you you know what <clears throat> that's when you need me no no i yeah and uh he also did a a video with dave and he said hey can you do this video for me i'll help you promote your shows he has 134 followers on instagram did so. you say it's okay don't worry <laughs> he, about ended, it. he ended up doing it because he's a nice guy but no of course i know that but yeah what i'm saying is is that you know me, I've had people that said, hey, watch this. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's good. Rarely, right. but sometimes I'm like, oh, you have aptitude. I've done that. I saw Sonny Fuller when he was at the, his very infancy. I said, you're, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Do this, do this, do this, do that. And uh, I think it was a place called, it was called like Penguins. Do you remember that? I do. And and that's where he did comedy for the first time, and I gave him some good advice. Um, and then I see saw some people, we've told this story, said, watch my set. And I said, okay, I'll watch it, but... I'm going to tell you the truth. You want the truth. If it's great, I'm going to let you know. But if it's horrible, you're going to hear that too. Yeah, and that I mean, happened yeah. with uh, with somebody that we know, and they're still doing comedy. They are. 15 years Nobody later. ever quits. <laughs> he brought his wife and his kids, and they came to the uh, trivia thing. His and then kids? They, his ki- they came to the trivia thing. How old are the kids? And then uh, like f- 7 to 12 or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then they brought a couple that came the, the night, the next night, and they loved me, but they were, they got all crazy drunk, and it was a wild scene. But, um, but other than that, it was actually it's a fantastic weekend. And then, <laughs> actually, I told this joke. It's it, I don't know if you heard me talk about the uh, Tawana getting mad at me for um, posting the uh, Instagram photo of when I signed up for the NASA for the Mars rover when I they print off a. They make you a boarding pass with your name on it. Oh yeah, that if, was a while ago. Though, right, right, right. Yeah. So I try. I tell it as a joke sometimes, and it, it's hit or miss. But the the closing line is, you know, the irony is that we're arguing that we could both use some space right now, which is cheesy line. It's his, it's his favorite joke of yours. No, no, no. It, I did it once, and it didn't. It did nothing. It was the Sunday show, right? And it sort of stands out as just cheesy. <laughs> and I said. He shed, she shed. <laughs> and then Kechner and fucking Craig, his friend, were cracking up in the back. Because <laughs> that was basically... You tagged it with the yes, worst joke of the night. Exactly. But <laughs> the, but the, even the crowd laughed at that. They just... Because it was... Yes. It was, they were, like, oh, we get it. Yeah. That they, guy sucks. They got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I did not have any shows. We have. Oh, by the way, we have a murder mystery coming up. If you're listening, mm-hmm. maybe they'll be gone, but there's eight tickets left. Yeah. But it's different than our normal murder mystery because it's it's a smaller room, but the ticket prices are more expensive because you get the dinner with it. Which, yeah, what she wanted to do, and I said, I don't think you need to do that, but she now uh, is regretting that choice. But Because we would have sold a lot more tickets, but you know, all we can do is fill every seat, and there's eight tickets left. So right. if you want to see it, who knows what, how many are left by the time, but it's in Pikesville. Do you know the name of the place? Uh, Look it up while... Nate- Nature's Care and Wellness. It's a it's marijuana distribu- yeah. dis- distributor. Dispensary. Dispensary. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah. Well, I will. I will not be doing that, of course. But uh, you know, other people are welcome to do that. No, of course, you will mm-hmm. never do that. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. So, um, I <clears throat> this weekend went to uh, Davis's Pub. If you heard that, I guess uh, Katie's home because Oscar needs to be mm-hmm. let out. But um, um, I went with. Here's who went. Uh, um, Katie went. Justin Schlegel went with his girlfriend. Um, and then uh, Larry went, you know, we talked about him mm-hmm. on the show, and another friend went. So that's who's meeting at Davis's. And while we're there, just coincidence, in walks Frank and Chris Push. <laughs> nice. Someone to pick up the tab. Who happened to just be, it's well, that was mentioned many times, but <laughs> who just happened to be eating there when we're eating there, right? It's just mm-hmm. a coincidence couple things that i thought were noteworthy first first of all um um katie made them sit at another table <laughs> i hated that that's awkward she said they didn't want to sit with us I, I i i find that hard to believe i'm sure justin was was loving to get some frank attention of course we wanted that i wanted them, yeah. but yeah no they i guess i don't know i think she was doing that for them but mm-hmm. it seemed like god no have them maybe have them she was there. doing it for them because it's a lot if it's you're funny. going for just a quiet night with your wife. It is funny you say that <clears throat> because so here are the amount, the people that are there. It's me, Katie, Justin, his girlfriend, Larry, and a guy you don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who talked to the, let's go to the top three. Who talked the third most? Um, Katie. Me. Okay. Who talked the second most? Uh, Justin. That's right. Frank Push goes over and he goes, geez, man, I think Joe talks a lot. Katie, you haven't shut up since you got in here. <laughs> Says it right, right to her. <laughs> anyway, of course, I didn't enjoy that other than it made me a little vindicated because he said the exact same thing to me before. <laughs> but the takeaway was, you know, since Larry was there, you know, Larry and I had been working out. And so we, we talked about that earlier. And Justin said, hey, I want to work out with you guys. Let's work out together this Saturday. I don't want to fucking work out with Justin. Justin lifts weights. Well, first of all, Justin is yoked. Yes. He's also getting help yes. that I'm not getting, <laughs> right? Getting and he's help. also been doing it consistently, what, for about four years? Yeah, at So least. I'm not, I don't want to lift with, now I'm, we're going, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it, but I'm going to get on the elliptical. I'm not going to be sitting there, okay, what, oh, you're going to bench, all right, take every plate off. It's my turn. I'm not doing that. No, it's like, would you want to play golf with our buddy Drew, who shoots like a 73? No, and he wouldn't want to play with no. me, but I like, I, we'll be together. Yeah. I'll be over there on my elliptical. You and Larry can <laughs> lift whatever you feel like you need to lift, and when you're done, we'll all get together, and we'll go to Davis's, and we'll have a nice meal. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I'm not going to lift. I'm not, it's not no. my turn. No. And then, it's weird, I see sometimes, <laughs> there's some guy, and he looks like, you know, uh, um, what's the Slim Jim guy? Um, um. Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, I could, why couldn't I think of his name? Yeah, and then he has his girlfriend help spotting him. And I was like, "This is what is she <laughs> going to do?" Right? So, Maybe that you lift your weight, and then they lift your weight plus you. They just lift the bench, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> no, no, but it's going to be fun hanging out with those guys. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna. It's going to be more car a cardio day for me for sure. Well, I look forward to hearing all about that. I guess that's the show, Joe. Yeah, we were gonna do a little bit on oh, Tom yeah. Brady's ball. Let's let's just go. Uh, let's just talk about that just yeah, a little bit. You want, so you're excited about that? So Tom Brady unretired two days ago. Is it two days ago? That sounds right. Unretired Sunday, he said, "Hey, I'm not gonna play anymore. I'm stepping away from the game I love to hang out with my hot wife and my and my billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's what I've decided to do." And then he said, "You know what? 
forget it. I love the game too much. I'm going back to make one, you know, 60th of the amount of my net worth to play one more season and risk my health. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're the best ever to do it, you probably are. Your competitive level of competitiveness is probably of course, in the top .001%. And he had so, a great season last year. It doesn't surprise. I think he led the league in passing. I know he was second in MVP voting, something yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, it is a little nuts, and his team was really good. Yeah. But, you know, they probably lost to a team they shouldn't have. But uh, that team ended up winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. But either way, he threw a touchdown pass in that game. Um, he threw it to Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans then chucked the ball up into the stands. Mm-hmm. And uh, – that ended up being the last touchdown pass ever thrown by Tom Brady, or so we thought. Mm-hmm. And then it went to auction, and that ball sold for over a half a million dollars. <laughs> and then he didn't. And then he unretired. So I think you read, and I even mentioned this on the air yesterday with Kirk. It's like you didn't buy the ball that you that you were sold. Correct. It was so advertised saying, as his last touchdown pass. If you buy a Butterfinger and you open it up and it's, and it's a baby Ruth, then you say, oh, hey, wait a minute, this isn't what I, mm-hmm. I this isn't as advertised. <clears throat> but I don't, how often do you buy something and it changes into something else? Does that make sense? To to have the, the it plummet in value that much, I mean, that's unprecedented. Yeah, and I, I don't know, is that even on somebody's radar to mitigate that risk right do you put in there you know buyer beware i don't know well i believe that because the auction house advertised it as his last it's a touchdown pass that that's now incorrect so therefore that guy will get his money back but the real loser is the guy who thought he'd hit he got five hundred thousand dollars and now he just has a football at least he has that story tied to the ball unless he tries to pull a Tanya Harding, <laughs> eliminate Brady. Yeah, I mean, because then it, then it's back to being. <laughs> take that knee out. Now that ball's worth five hundred thousand dollars again. Yeah, I mean, he, Brady could guess what? <clears throat> ACLs were torn by what four Ravens in preseason last year. Yeah, I think their entire running back room tore their ACLs. What would you? So what would you buy the ball for now? Now? Yeah. It's a good question. Is it worth ten thousand dollars? No, it's not. No. Is it worth five thousand dollars? Because of the story, that makes it worth something. I think it might be worth ten, but that's the upper limit of what it's worth. Well, the value, but it also could be worth more if he somehow decides to retire again, or he tears his ACL, or what if he plays a whole season and doesn't throw a touchdown pass, or he plays two seasons. <laughs> Right. And you buy the ball to you in the next season. I mean, you could build a Brett Favre where he keeps retiring and coming back. That happened with Brett Favre like yeah. three or four times. Do you think Brady will reach out to either one of these guys? And I guess the guy that's on the hook. The guy that just has the ball. Yeah. He's I, not really on the hook. He never invested anything. Yeah, I don't know, right? I mean, really, it's it's almost like the equivalent of you misread a lottery ticket. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it didn't really cost you anything except for what you spent. You know, now you have that ball and you have that story. You know, I say this a lot, not a half a million dollars, but bad things happen. And I go, well, at least I got this story now. Yeah. You know, I like having that. And, and a lot of times it's worth the story. A lot of times it is. Well, I think about when this guy caught the ball. I, I'm assuming he's a Bucks fan. They're playing the Rams. It's not like a team with a lot of fans. They're at home, right? They're you're at right. home. Yeah, it's all the way across the country. No, you're right. It probably 100% this guy's a Bucks fan. So is he then thinking that if the Bucks lose, which obviously he went there rooting for them to win, and Brady retires, did I, did I just – am I sitting on a gold mine? Here? I don't – does that hit – maybe it hits your radar. I'm imagining it doesn't hit most people's radar. He's probably just going crazy because he caught the ball and they're he coming back the in the game. He caught the ball they're coming back. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what was that. going on. But here's the other thing you got to think about, and I, I've talked about this before, especially for like NCAA – like Juan Dixon. Mm-hmm. The biggest moment in his life happened 22 years ago. Nothing bigger will ever happen. Right. Unless somehow he was able to win a national title with Coppin State. Right. But the big, you follow? So at 22, his, his, he peaked. Yeah. Well, this is the nothing bigger will ever happen to this guy. <laughs> no. It's the biggest thing that right. ever happened. 
I got Tom Brady's last touchdown ball. I took it to auction. I sold it for a half a million dollars. He came out of retirement. I had to give the half a million dollars back. <laughs> and now I have this ball. It's right. worth a grand. You know, that's, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, we have a friend who tells a story, which is probably not true, so I won't go into it. But, mm. like, if you have a story like that, that's, you lead with that. It's yes. your story. That's yes. what ha- Let me tell you what happened to me. This is my story. And if that happened to you, and it's depressing, yeah, but if somebody, if that happened to you, and somebody was meeting you for the first time, I go, tell your, tell your Tom Brady ball story. Because it's 100%. the best story you got. Yeah. God, I hope this guy tells it well. This guy could at least be a podcast guest. We can get him on the Rob and Joe show. Yeah, so Robbie, if you're listening, you think Robbie <laughs> will listen? He probably will, right? Cause of course he'll he listen. does, so he can he can be critical of the the pops and and he, when he, he's critical of the audio when when we're right. when, when he's not involved, right? What grade do you think Robbie will give the episode? Hmm. He'll like this part where he's being yes. discussed. So this will improve it. It'd probably go to a B now cuz cuz Robbie's been talked about. I think it's a B plus. But uh, what, 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 what was I just mentioning about Robbie? The cracks in the audio? No, no. Will he be listening a, yeah. about the ball? I know. I, I threw you off your train of thought. Whatever. I, it was going to be amazing, but now I guess we'll yeah. just go. Well, just there it goes. This is like losing the ball that <laughs> moment. <laughs> Later. Later. Comera Radio Entertainment. <laughs>